Dee Wallace, and you're watching Vicki Abelson's The Road Taken on Zena.tv. Hello and happy Wednesday. Um, it is um, Wednesday. Yeah. It's Wednesday, yeah. and this is Louise Palanker, my um, steady and uh, your hype girl. My hype girl. Yeah. All right. I, I don't know. I don't know what that please, means. Will but somebody please come up. I realize I, I really need to smile more on this show because when I'm being serious, I look about thirty years older and not attractive. So uh, the smiling really helps. Anyway, this is Louise Plank, or my sidekick, for want of a better word. My, side my, chick. My side chick. Uh, you know, <laughs> the chick thing. I don't know. Anyway, I, um, I'll introduce you to Brant and, and Jake in a minute. Um, there's a little uh, activity going on. Brant, while you're, I would like, I want to introduce our. Jake and Brant, everybody. Our producer, Brant Thoman. Brant Thoman. And our associate producer, Jake Belcher. Oh. We'll see what embarrassing things they're going to make me do tonight. I got to tell you guys, I had one of the most exciting nights of my life last oh, night. Oh, saw it on the Facebook. Uh, all right. So, um, but one of the most exciting and also uh, the most geeky because mm -hmm. I, I went to a Netflix screening of the um, uh, Jerry Before Seinfeld, which started streaming last night on Netflix and they had live events throughout the country. So they had one in LA and because I'm in SAG, I got invited to it and they only, it was a really small theater. Is it and like uh, Young Sheldon, where there a tiny little Jerry? There was not a tiny little Jerry, oh. but we didn't. We had no idea that Jerry was going to be there, not going to be there. But I had this feeling. Yeah. And I actually invited you, Louise, but you couldn't come. I know it was my podcast. It was night. her podcast night. So, so Louise does a podcast called Journals Out Loud. And what's your new podcast? It's called, called Things I Found Out uh, Things I Found Online, starring Th Joseph Briano and Larry Morgan and me. And we're all radio, radio people exploring the internet. Radio personalities from Pum Premier Radio, Premier which radio. Louise started. So check out her podcast. Um, I'll post some stuff on my Facebook oh, so thank people you. can find you, of course. And anyway, so I was invited to this Netflix event, and I took um, Patrick Haven, who's a, um, a manager, and he knows George Shapiro, Jerry's manager, and he met Jerry, and he went to an event with them and stuff. And But he's really cool. He, like, doesn't do social media. He's chill. He doesn't ask anybody to take pictures no and selfies. stuff. No selfies. And I'm, like, the maniac who, as soon as I saw Jay Leno, I'm, like, on him, like, white on rice because my ex my husband used to write for him and, and actually is doing some stuff with him again and then I saw Super Dave Osborne I'm such a fan and I actually uh, Bob Einstein is his name he's Albert Brooks's brother and I know his brother other brother and sister-in-law Mandy and I wanted to go say something I didn't and then I'm waving like an idiot going Fritz Fritz it wasn't Fritz it was Jimmy Brogan who ah. <laughs> and later when I saw him at the end I said I'm sorry he said you thought I was Fritz didn't you and I said yeah he goes it happens all the time it but happens to know. both of them, and I'm very close with both of both ah. of them. So, you know, that just magically happened because they were both sort of at NBC. But and what's really interesting—they should is play that, brothers on TV. Um, I Jerry was there. He did a Q and A at the end. Um, I got to. T I, 
I, I did take a picture with him. And I actually asked George Shapiro, who's like his manager and like one of the biggest comedy producers in the world, to take the picture for me. So actually, George took the picture. And you know, George what? is... What? Yeah, there it is. There's the picture. It's an, And George did an amazing job. He has Photo a, by George Sa Shapiro. Wow. He has another career now. I'm very impressed. And so anyway, it's like the funniest, this documentary, Jerry Before Seinfeld, it's the material... I don't know about you, but I never miss Jerry on Letterman, on Leno, every appearance. I'm a fiend. He does all the evergreens. He does the sock stuff. He, he. The only thing he didn't do that I was waiting for was the hair on the shower, which I asked him about later. Anyway, I got to talk to him for a minute because I met him before I met Jerry before Seinfeld. So when, did I. Yeah. I was a page on the John Davidson show. Oh, there you go. And I met him with his best friend, Mario Joyner, once, the first time. And I was a geek then. And then I met him years later when, um, 1994, um, Gabe opened for Jerry at Caroline's. And he did a couple of other times. And I was laughing so hard that my makeup was streaming down my face. And when I met Jerry, I had black all over my cheeks. And Gabe didn't tell me. That's adorable. And it's actually in my book. This, the story's in my book. In my fictionalized memoir, Don't Jump. Did you know that I used to date Jimmy Brogan? I did not. Oh, so I have. I've had many dinners with Jerry Seinfeld. Oh my God! Holy shit! Well, we're gonna have. I'm to his favorite Jimmy Brogan ex-girlfriend. I really love this story. We're gonna, <laughs> we're, I, I'm gonna hear all. I'm the gonna go out on that limb. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hear all the juicy. <laughs> I want. I'm gonna hear all those stories. But anyway, so Patrick's so great, and he's laying back, and Judd Apatow's there, and like I want to go over to Judd because I approached Judd years ago to to come do Women Who Write, and. Um, at, the, at a green room taping when I approached Gary Shandling, and I didn't get either one of them, but Gary ended up mentoring me, and we had a friendship after that. Judd has avoided me ever since. <laughs> no. But I, I didn't go over because if sometimes, you know, if you give somebody your card, oh, you know, if you give it somebody your card, they put it in their pocket. They're not going to call me unless they're going to give me their information. It's better to just trip them. So, You'll have so, their attention for at least 30 to 70 seconds. There you go. I didn't ask I didn't ask Jerry to do women who write. But you know, the, the you know, the week is young, the month is young. <laughs> um, I I was happy to connect with George Shapiro. I want to talk for a moment about our guest tonight. Ah, I'm yes. so excited to have Dee Wallace she's on with so us. She's so cute. She is the most adorable human being. She's she's a, a beautiful but but the thing that's adorable about her is not just what she looks like, it's who she is. Dee um, is not only an actress that we all know. For, oh, my God, the iconic mom from the iconic E.T. Cujo, is there a scarier, better movie than Cujo? I don't know. It's a very sweaty movie, oh too. Oh, my God, The Howling. Um, but Dee is also an author. She's written books, Bright Light. She's written um, Conscious Con uh, Conscious. Wait, what is it called? Let me get this right. I bet um, she knows it. Conscious Creation. Ah. And she's going to come to Women Who Write um, at the end of October, my birthday, uh, Women Who Write, on October 31st. And she's going to read from her book, talk to us about that. Mm -hmm. The last time she was in my house for Women Who Write, she gave me a daily, like, ritual to do to okay. to manifest money in my life okay and i have been doing it every single morning for five years now i can't say that it's worked i mean i'm not like a millionaire or anything and mm -hmm. I, I i'm really not even a thousand well but but i'm doing fine and i have manifested a lot of things in my life my life isn't perfect but I'm really grateful for the life I have. And I, I, and I trust Dee did that for me at a really crucial time in my life when things were really rough. I was going through a really tough divorce. And her, that, that, 
that daily ritual she gave me has been incredibly helpful in so many ways. Dee is a healer. Mm. And um, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how she has managed to have a career that has spanned all of these years, 30 years, and she has seven projects in post-production right now. Wow. She's on a, an Amazon show right now with young people. She was on My Name is Earl. She's been in <laughs> so many television shows, Grey's Anatomy, um, just uh, what else? Um, oh, God, you know, I'm so bad. Cold Case, Without a Trace, Search and Rescue, Ghost Whisperer. Um, anyway... She's a wonderful woman, an incredibly talented woman, a spiritual woman. I adore her, and we are blessed to have her here. So no flipping, and we'll see you in just a minute or so. Be right back. Hi, I'm Vicki Abelson. Who the fuck is Vicki Abelson? Hello. <laughs> I wrote a book called Don't Jump, Sex, Drugs, Rock and Roll, and My Fucking Mother. Not my mother, Andy Stone's mother. Andy Stone is my heroine, and she was addicted to everything pretty much except heroin. Oh my God, oh yes! She just totally captures the excitement of, of rock stars. And famous athletes and famous comedians, sort of an insider's view from the outside. The warmth and wit of Vicky's writing knocked me out, in, in a good way, not, not like Cosby. Too soon? Don't jump. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, and my fucking mother. Damn, that was gonna be the name of my book. Vicky wrote a book? Vicki Abelson's long-awaited new book, Don't Jump, is finally here. Don't miss it. Who the fuck is Vicki Abelson? I'm known as the Street Angel here in the heart of Hollywood, and I've got my third season of my talk show on Zena.tv. I have really cool guests. I'll be talking about topics that'll open your mind. So come check it out, and I look forward to seeing you. LA Street Angel, call to heal these streets. Jason Stewart here for Zena TV. On the show, absolutely Jason Stewart, every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Big guests, everyone from the gayest to gay to the straightest to straight. David, uh, what was his name? He's absolutely Jason, he's absolutely gay, he'll absolutely brighten to be it's fun and we're back and we're back with d d wallace oh and hi i was having a little sip of really good wine <laughs> don't so, tell anybody that. so d's a little happy so that's a good thing to i've had two the, sips okay of, of the station small, the station owner like, just took her upstairs and got her he did yes. uh, the station owner mike zinna just took d wallace upstairs i had to go track her down we're they not sure what wine, happened having <laughs> sex i don't know what they're doing up there no they weren't having sex, but he was in saying... In my dreams, you were having sex. In his, in his dreams, you were having sex. But he said, but Dee said that he said all the right things and, and made her day. So that's nice. Yeah. Zinna, you did a good job. So anyway, as soon as Dee walked in here, she had heard some of the stuff that I was saying. And what, what did you say when you walked in? Uh, I said, 
a lot of information. No, about the, about the money. Yeah, it, yeah, around what you said about the money. And you're still telling your old story. You're so right. You're still, well, if you keep telling your old story, you're going to keep living your old story. Okay, so and tell it, us how to change our story. Well, it doesn't make any sense to people, and that's the problem. Everybody goes, yeah, but I'm not making this much money now. And I, what I want everybody to hear is the circumstances that you're in right now, whether it's your weight or money or a relationship. All of your those. Pre <laughs> your <laughs> present circumstances have nothing to do with what you create now. Okay, well, I affirm every morning, as you told me to, I am money, I am yes, success. but okay. you don't feel behind it. And it's well, the feeling that's more important than anything. And the I universe will respond to your feelings. I so, and I, remi I remind myself of that every day when I'm but doing it. But that's a head trip thing. It is a head trip thing. Well, the universe is like head. a lion. It senses fear. Well, yeah. yeah, and and, Ooh, and uh, I'm going to steal that one. That's sure. good. And I really love when when I do take the time to really feel it. Okay, stop. Yeah. Okay. Because everybody out there is stop going. Her. Oh, and I don't have the time, and I don't, and I. It's too okay. hard, and I don't know how to do it. I'm going to tell it in two minutes. Okay. Two minutes. Everybody, go to your love place, and that's so easy. What or whom do you love? Yours is upstairs with like, Mike. Like that. <laughs> I go to my dog. Huh. Instant, instant heart opening. Or my daughter when she was a baby. My Aww. kids are. are you can go to a, a, a. Yes, your kids are a great thing. So you instantly feel love, right? Right. You just go into that love feeling and expand it, and that's what having lots of money feels like. Okay. Huh. So now, why did you ask for your keys? What can you do with your keys? Well, I work with a pendulum. I don't and have my pendulum together, so uh, with me, so. When all this started to come in, you know, that's my yes, show me my no, that's my no, show me my maybe, that's my maybe. Anybody can channel. Anybody can channel. The trick is trusting yourself to channel. Oh. And the second would be understanding the information that you get. That's... That's the real gift. So, so tell us, Dee, how did this, how, at what stage in your life, I, w I want to talk about all the showbiz stuff, but this is really fascinating showbiz. to me. How, how, did, how did you discover that you could do this? What brought you to healing? How, how did that happen? I was really screwed up. <laughs> at, at, what stage of, at what stage of your life well, was Well, first of all, let me start by saying as a child, mm -hmm. I used to channel, but I didn't know it was channeling. I just thought it was my Explain to us what channeling is. Okay, channeling is reaching up and grabbing information that you want. That's oh. pretty much what it Such is. Such as? Such as the information I just gave you about money. Okay. See, all information is up here, hanging out, available to everybody. Okay. But you got to ask for it. That's why in the good book it says, ask and you receive. However, ask in original Hebrew means claim or demand. Ooh. And what we generally perceive By the way, Lashana Tova, to all the Hebrews out there, I'm breaking. Whatever she said. It's, 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 it's Rosh Hashanah, and yes. I, am, I am breaking every law of Judaism by not cooking chicken and eating challah with honey. And I'm sorry, Dad, wherever you are, but Lashana Tova. Okay, go back. I'm sorry. So the translation. So, <laughs> yes, that. Um, the, tr the way that we translated ask. Is, is more Western. Is more, oh, please, could yeah. I? Yes. If I'm worthy, could I? If you like me, you know, but it, it's qualifiers. You know, if I've worked my ass off, could I have it now? 
that's a much different energy than I am claiming this for mm-hmm. myself ah. because I am the powerful creator that I'm meant to be. So this show, The Road Taken, is, 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 in, is intended to help people merge creativity and commerce and to learn yes. from you how you did it. So can you give us something that I everybody... I did it my way. Can you give us something that everybody can do every day to help themselves, to manifest this for well, themselves? You what, can't what do it, it if yeah. you don't love you. Okay. That's the first thing. Okay. Whatever you have to do to l- fall in love with yourself is the most important thing you okay, can so do Okay, so you're, you're an expert. So and we are taught from the beginning that that's not okay. So help us. So how, how do we get more comfortable to be able to love ourselves without feeling uh, narcissistic, egocentric, selfish, whatever? What, you what you know that all those messages were BS. Of, okay. They're so, all BS. So how and they, they, they were taught mm-hmm. originally through religion. That was in, in partnership with politics. Okay. Okay, and it was a great way to control people. So, but in the again in the good book, even your good book, it says <laughs> these things and more will you do also. Go create. You're powerful. You're awesome. You're amazing. You're in the image of me. Whatever your me is, that is the highest form of creation in the universe is there something because i know you work with with clients d works privately with clients you have a radio show you all over the world and she does workshops and she does seminars and all kinds of things if you're talking to a group of people that are struggling how can we begin this process of self-love i and just claiming? told you well, what, well, I just what told it, you. In actual, what is the what is the one two th- okay okay so you get up every morning right and you go I don't care if this makes any sense. Mm-hmm. In this day-to-day, my intention is to love myself and love myself more and love myself more. The thoughts I think, I want to support me in love for myself. I want to empower myself. <laughs> Hello. Come on in. The, all the voices are coming. There, there are such <laughs> demer- demerits. There is spanking that is going to be happening in the commercial break. Oh, there's nothing that happens, but, you know, anyway, and, and you go, okay, is like if you're wanting to lose weight yes. and you reach for that cookie, if I eat this cookie and then I go, oh, I shouldn't fucking have eaten that cookie. I hate it's myself. Ever, uh, it's, it's the potato okay, chips. Okay, but that's, does, not but yeah. love your, that's not loving it's yourself. It's not. So it, it's acceptance of eating the cookie if you eat the cookie. Yes. And. Or before you eat the cookie, going, okay, I'm going to stop, pull back, I'm going to be objective. Mm-hmm. It, my intention this morning was to think and take action around the self-love of me. Ah. Is this going to support that? Mm. Do I really want to choose to do I that? I love that. Because your brain is going to always default to what it's been doing. Mm-hmm. Always. That's, that's very true. Very true. Okay, so so now with money, because many of us out there here um, would like to attract abundance okay. and wealth. So, Vicky, when I say you think you're worth your you think you're worth the money you're making now, no, I yes, I get a yes on that. Much more, no. 
So what's that about? Who's going to shit on you if you make more money? <laughs> who? Who's going to shit on me? Yeah. Who? Where did you get? Well, I'm going right to your mom. So what did your mom tell you about having a lot of money? That it was the most important thing in the world and that I wasn't doing the right thing to get it. Okay. So money's more important than Vicky. Mm -hmm. And money means not being loved. That's correct. To you. Okay. Well, so let me just ask wow. everybody here if money were the same thing as a divine right relationship that you wanted to have. If you that looked too. if you looked at money and said, screw you, if I have more of you, I'm not gonna have any love in my life. Do you think money's gonna walk in and go, Come on, honey, you're hot, let's go? I don't think so. Money's going to go, okay, I'll go find the broad that thinks I'm really great. Look, I, I know this one backwards and forwards. I come from a Midwest family who was very, very poor. Mm -hmm. And the message I was taught was we don't have it, we'll never have it. The guys that do have it aren't good guys. Oh, and wow. you never need more than you need. Wow. Ooh. Only have what you need. That's all you're entitled to. Okay. And so when I met my my late husband, he was going, no, that's not the way it works. <laughs> and little by little, you know, he taught me. And I got really used to liking money. <laughs> but, you know, I the more money I have, the more I'm able to do for people I love. Like it. And support causes that are important Absolutely. to me. Mm -hmm. And that makes me feel good. That feeds the love mm -hmm. for myself. And when I feed the love for myself, I get to share so much more of it with the world. I love that. Now, was that something that came, were you able to just embrace that naturally or was it, was it a challenge for you to get there? It was a journey, uh -huh. sure. Yeah. Look. What we're in the process of doing, mm -hmm. all of us that are on any kind of spiritual or scientific road mm -hmm. of expansion, mm -hmm. okay, what we're doing is we're teaching our brain to think a different way. Okay. Now, spiritual people tell us, you know, um, the thoughts you think and what you focus on and the feeling you have behind it. That's how you create. Well, religion's telling you the same thing. What do you do when you pray? I know what I want. I feel the love of God around me. I ask for it. It's the same thing. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. Brain science. Focus on what you want. Okay, so feel tell me what brain about. science is because you told me that you're studying brain science. Yeah. What, is that, what does that mean, brain science? Well, it, it literally means... These are all my limiting beliefs and thoughts, mm -hmm. and I'm going to train me to think an entirely different way. Mm -hmm. I'm going to train me, because if you're waiting for your mom or your dad or your spouse or anybody that's hurt you, you know, they're not going to do it for you guys. They yeah. are nobody else is going to do it for you. You have to reprogram. You have to. Rewrite the script. And you can do it through prayer and affirmation if you do it correctly mm -hmm. with feeling. But just saying the words, you know, I was on the, the exercise cycle for a year going, I'm a happy, successful working actress, and the only thing that changed was my butt. 
<laughs> I didn't work anymore because I didn't believe it and I didn't feel it. The feeling behind it is I so I have important. to tell you, I think of you every day when I say it, and it does slow me down. And even if just for a moment, I will feel a feeling because I remember you telling me that. So some days I don't. Some days I'm on automatic pilot and I don't take the time. But when I do take the time, it does feel different. Money's love, Vicki. When I... We probably should save this for when we come back. Okay, yeah, because we're, we're going we're gonna to go to a commercial in a minute. But this was, really, this was really helpful. But when we come back from the break, we have a couple more se uh, sections. I also want to talk about how you went from that poor girl with that upbringing of enough is enough to being th the iconic movie mom <laughs> of all time. And, and then the horror queen of... Uh, but but also what I love about you and Cujo and the howling and everything is that you in, you embody empowerment. You oh, are you, you bet. because you survive and you thrive, and that is what I love about the characters that you Which play. Which is what my mother did. Ah, okay. So we're going to talk about that when we come back. So stick with us, and we're going to hear all about Dee Wallace and how she became the woman I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> Trump is saving America, and all Americans should pray for his continued success. It's a position held by Grand Theft Audio, their devilishly handsome Jake Belcher. How are we supposed to believe that part? When by the razor-sharp wit of Brant Thelman. Grand Theft Audio airs live on Zina TV Wednesdays at 5 p.m. If any of you tune in after that... Well, <laughs> so we don't know which no. parts to believe. Okay, so, no, because that's tongue-in-cheek. That's my tongue is in my cheek, I hope. Hi, I'm Vicki Abelson. Who the fuck is Vicki Abelson? Hello. <laughs> I wrote a book called Don't Jump, Sex, Drugs, Rock and Roll, and My Fucking Mother. Not my mother, Andy Stone's mother. Andy Stone is my heroine, and she was addicted to everything pretty much except heroin. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. She just totally captures the excitement of, of rock stars. And famous athletes and famous comedians. Sort of an insider's view from the outside. The warmth and wit of Vicky's writing knocked me out. In, in a good way, not, not like Cosby. Too soon? Don't jump. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, and my fucking mother. Damn, that was going to be the name of my book. Vicky wrote a book? Vicki Abelson's long-awaited new book, Don't Jump, is finally here. Don't miss it. Who the fuck is Vicki Abelson?
And we're back with Dee Wallace and Louise Palanker and uh, Brant and Jake back there. And Jake gets 30 lashes. Um, eyelashes. <laughs> Jake like was this. playing a video I'm game during I'm, our show. I'm batting my, uh, my eyes at you. Um, I love you, Jake. Oh, see? I love Jake. <laughs> um, okay, so Dee, we're, we're going to get to why Cujo is the greatest horror film of all time why you just told me it's your your favorite movie and why Stephen King said it's his favorite, which is, that's crazy. I know, to me. that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Do you know, did you read his book on writing? No, I have not. It's my Bible. Actually, he kind of taught me how to be a writer. True. I I would think he knows it all. He it, The book is like this big. <laughs> so it's this prolific. big, but it's so brilliant. And um, he's my ideal reader. When I write, he said to have an ideal reader, someone that you think of as reading your words, and he's mm-hmm. mine. He doesn't know he doesn't know me, but he's my ideal he's reader. He's so far behind in his reading. <laughs> he's so far behind. <laughs> I've, read, I've written a lot of shit he needs to read. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so D, so you're a little girl. You're poor. You're famous. Family's telling you you only need what you need. How do you, how does, how does it happen? How do you get ET? You know, I, I think I just had this innate, which we all do. We have this innate drive toward a dream. And I was a school teacher. And but wait, I, when you were a little girl, um, what was your first dream of what you wanted to be when you grew up? A dancer. And I was. Okay. I was a soloist with two very small companies in the Midwest. Ah. What kind of dance? Ballet. Nice. But I'm built like a gymnast, you know, and my teacher took me aside finally and said, you will always be good. You will never be great. Choose something else if you want to be great. Oh, Oh, it's the best thing she ever did for me. Are you kidding? And I went, well, hell, I want to be great. (laughs) So, hmm, I know how to act. I mean, my mother was a brilliant actress um, in Kansas City, and she really... I never forget when I auditioned for Uta Hagen to get into the Berghoff studio. I went to that. Did you? I did. I didn't study with Uta though, but I did go to HB. Yes. Well, I was like three minutes into my audition. She said, "All right, all right, stop." Wow. Who Who have you studied with? And I said, "Well, Miss Hagen, my mother. My mother was my first teacher, and she went. She taught you really well. Oh, oh my I gosh! Love that. I want you in my class. It wow. makes me cry oh every time. I, I love Duda Hagen. Yeah, oh, she wow. was. Poof. Was she tough? Oh boy! Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, yeah. she could. Poof, yeah. Really yeah. quickly, but she loved me. <laughs> okay, so 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 did so you? So I, I had a dream. Plays? Yeah, I, I played Tammy, and Tammy tell me true, <laughs> and um, I don't know. I. My mother gave me elocution lessons, which are now wow. like monologues. Right. Uh, and um, somehow, I don't know what she bartered. She bartered for my dance lessons. She bartered her wow. services. She was a secretary. So in other words, she, su- she supported your dreams. She not only supported them, she created them, wow. really. That's very And, um, you know, she directed all the plays at church my dad did the scenery my grandma did the costumes i started out as baby jesus and i ended up as a virgin mary (laughs) (laughs) and it was just it's like i never thought i wasn't gonna do it and Mm. i talk a lot about my book any of you creatives out there i talk a lot in bright light about the beauty of naivete Mm. and i think I think it's so valuable 
uh, and in my journey was so valuable to me because I just went, okay, well, I'm going to go to New York by myself. And I Al Prince. Oh, this is an incredible story. Can I tell What? It? Yes, tell I, it. I just saw Prince of Broadway on Broadway. Oh. Oh, it's oh. fantastic. Well, Hal Prince was one of our biggest producers on Broadway. And um, when I was teaching school, we got the New York Times. And in it, he was looking for an unknown to play a little night music. Right? Oh, my god! The young woman. In, well, so I wrote him this very cheesy letter. And I had my brother, who is who had taken all the photographs for the school newspaper, mm -hmm. come over and take a picture like this. What did I know from a headshot? <laughs> so cheesy. And I sent it off to him. Three weeks later, his assistant calls and says, we would like you to fly to New York. Audition. Stop. What? So I already had my ticket. This is how honest I was raised. I said, oh, I, I already have my ticket. And it got me in the day that he wanted to see me. And I had to be in Rockefeller Center at 5 o'clock that night. And I got down to the last five girls in the, in, the, um, in the dancing and the acting. And they said, okay, Mr. Prince would like to hear you sing. And I went, oh, I, I didn't know we had to sing. And she looked at me and said, well, dear, it is a musical. <laughs> So I sang happy birthday. The accompanist said, what key, honey? And I went, somewhere in the middle. <laughs> but by the time I left, I, you know, all these great gypsies were there trying uh -huh. out. I knew how, who to study singing with. I knew where to go for dance. Wow. I knew, you know, oh. but I thought for a long time, wow, I'm going to start out at the top and, but uh, about eight weeks later, I booked my first commercial for United Airlines. Oh, wow. And I did this. Wait, you have to. Okay. <laughs> That's what I did, and I made $28,000 that year. That doesn't happen anymore, unfortunately, wow. on commercials. I was hooked because I... I think that's more money than my parents probably saw in their lifetime. Oh All right, so now we, we don't have a lot. So let's okay. fast forward. So how did E.T. happen for you? E.T., uh, I went in an audition for used cars. Uh, but Stephen, you know, is always working so many years. I loved used cars. Um, Kurt well, Wilson. fortunately, I did not get Aha. Uh -huh. Thank you. But oh, it was um, well, Kurt Russell. That, I mean, uh, yeah, you got to love Kurt I Russell. I get that. Yeah. But <laughs> if you had to choose, E.T. would... I be the far think better you choice. got saved so for the better part. when it came, they called and offered it to me. You didn't even have to audition? Well, no, because I... You'd already auditioned. And Stephen wanted everybody in the film to be childlike. Mm. And he just said, you know, do you're like a kid. You've got this vulnerability like mm -hmm. a, a child. Yeah. So. Was, this, would it, was it magical to make it? It was... Uh, look, Hard work? Every film you do is hard work and tedious. Mm -hmm. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. Maybe George Clooney <laughs> has fun because he runs the show and they all go out to drink afterwards. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, waiting, 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 waiting. You know, I give me balls out shooting. Every minute that I'm on stage, I'd rather have that because waiting is really tough for me. Really tough. Okay, but so man... When it came out, oh. and now I, I talk to so many people whose lives have been 
totally changed and saved by that film. That it's there magical. Is, there is no way it, it can come magical. on TV and I don't stop whatever I'm doing, sit down and watch it. Yeah. I don't care where it is, See, when it is. It opens your heart. It mm-hmm. totally. It opens your heart. Totally. And and there's no way to not sit through it and not be smiling like a lunatic. I mean, it's just yeah. so And joyful. I cry every time. And I, I must have too. seen it 150 yeah. times now. <laughs> So now, Ball every time it's so yeah. the yeah. difference between that and and then something like Cujo. So Cujo may be the most terrifying movie ever made. <laughs> now, when you're making that. a movie like that, I mean, that was before CGI and everything. How did oh, they yes. do all that stuff? Well, we had um, we had twelve or thirteen dogs. Yeah, they were all trained to go after toys. Wow. Uh, to do different tricks, Carl Miller. those dogs were trained within an inch of their lives but they were having a great time it was all fun and games for them and there were a lot of them and Uh then there was one of me (laughs) were you scared of them no No, not at all no okay i mean when i would really really get into the part and they'd put a 130 pound dog on top of me and i had to hold his face right here and then lewis teague our director goes can you Raise him up and down, D, like you're fighting him. So I'm bench pressing this oh Saint Bernard, God. who's who's drugged and out. And they all always had a vet and a nurse for the dogs, for the dogs. So the dogs did not actually have rabies. No, just to of clarify, of course not. <laughs> they had egg whites. <laughs> the poor puppies. Beaten up egg whites oh. and dried blood. And, oh. But you know, he even slept in the barn with those dogs. Oh. That's how close that the trainer was. Oh, he did? Yeah. They were all his. The one okay, they so were now, his babies. So now I, w- I wanted to ask you, Red Christmas? I'm supposed to. I, oh, I'm Red Christmas is a film I helped produce and, and is coming out soon. If you want to see Dee Wallace do another tour de force mom role. Who doesn't? Look for Red Christmas. <laughs> I'm really proud of this. Is, is it funny? Is it scary? What is it? It's. It has a little bit of humor. It has a lot of social commentary, Ooh. which is very, very different. It's a very different horror film, but yeah, it's it's got a lot of oh, I like that. Uh, and I wanted to. You're going to be a Comic Con. You're going to be a Comic Con. Uh, I have the dates. Wait, let's get this right. I want to get this right and say it that you're going to be on Comic Con in Reno this from, weekend. From, this weekend. Ooh, this weekend. So baby. if you're in if you're in Reno, you've got to go. And Scarefest and, in Kentucky I the next just, weekend. And and yeah, yeah Scarefest. Please come. Yes. To, oh, I've got so much good stuff. Oh yes, you for my it. fans because I love my fans. Horror fans are the best. Oh. What can They're people the best get, fans in what the can, world. What do people usually pick up when they come? Oh, my gosh. Well, I've got two tables of 8x10s. Yeah. I've got great pink and black pink and black caps that say bite me. <laughs> <laughs> I have perfect. beautiful handmade figurines mm. of the werewolf and of Cujo. The howling. And the critters. I, I just want you to know that my friend Andy Sheffman and I were like first online for... E.T., we were first online for Cujo. We were first online for the well, Howling. I love you. So, I mean, we were sitting up in the balcony smoking pot. <laughs> <laughs> we were mortified, horrified, wonderfied, and loved every minute of it. Oh, so, um, Thank you. So um, I'm excited to see your new one. And, you know, I was looking at your IMDb, and it blows my mind. You have, like, seven things in post-production I've at this moment. I've been a busy girl. You've been a busy girl. <laughs> and I just finished my series that I've been on okay, for Okay, so three tell years. us about the series. Just add magic for all... This is on Amazon, yes? It's Amazon Prime. You can go binge watch the first two seasons. And uh, if you, it's for families Mm -hmm. and uh, young people six 
through 1314 is the highest demographic. It's a really beautiful show about a magic cookbook. Hmm. Um, Well, so our viewers today will not be those. But there's somebody out there that are parents. That's what I'm saying. They have children. And so for your children out there, it's perfect. Yeah, start weaning them on me now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the, the, the perfect entry to d wallace I, i'm sorry et will always be the perfect entry of course. To i mean it, oh. they're gonna go da 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 da, da, da <laughs> as they're lowering me into the ground <laughs> did oh you ever goodness. go on the et ride at universal of course <laughs> i i actually She's ET royalty come on I, I, I was really upset I, we were really devastated my kids and i when they when took they that took ride that away out, it was I like know. that was the best they ride could, they should have it they could the, have kept it. But yeah, it was you get to fly on a bicycle. A it was the best ride ever. It was. It was for me. I'm a chicken, yeah. but that ride. But I loved that ride. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna go to another break, a, a quick break, and then we're gonna come back with D, and we're gonna talk a little more about how we can move our lives forward because D helps people do that. Um, she's got the answers, and I've got the questions. So come Uh-oh. on back. <laughs> I'm Vicki Abelson. Who the fuck is Vicki Abelson? Hello. <laughs> I wrote a book called Don't Jump. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, and my fucking mother. Not my mother, Andy Stone's mother. Andy Stone is my heroine, and she was addicted to everything pretty much except heroin. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. She just totally captures the excitement of, of rock stars. And famous athletes and famous comedians sort of an insider's view from the outside. The warmth and wit of Vicky's writing knocked me out in, in a good way, not, not like Cosby. Too soon? Don't jump. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, and my fucking mother. Damn, that was gonna be the name of my book. Vicky wrote a book? Vicki Abelson's long-awaited new book, Don't Jump, is finally here. Don't miss it. Who the fuck is Vicki Abelson? I'm known as the Street Angel here in the heart of Hollywood, and I've got my third season of my talk show on Zena.tv. I have really cool guests. I'll be talking about topics that'll open your mind. So come check it out, and I look forward to seeing you. LA Street Angel, call to heal these streets. Jason Stewart here for Zena TV. On the show Absolutely Jason Stewart every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Big guests, everyone from the gayest to gay to the straightest to straight. David, uh, what was his name? He's absolutely Jason. He's absolutely gay. He'll absolutely brighten And we're back with Dee Wallace. And so in the break, we were talking about ways. I was, Dee was saying, what do you want? What do you want now? And what I want now is the r- how to do this stuff. And she D immediately jumped on me and I said, oh, it's hard. And she, so tell me what you were saying. I said, stop there. Just stop there because it's not hard. And 
I'm going to use a very crude example. Okay. If you have to pee really badly, mm -hmm. do you just go, oh, well, I can't make the decision. I'm just going to wet my pants, or do you go to the bathroom? Go to the bathroom. Okay. You want to love yourself? I want to love myself. Okay, then just do it. Just do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm serious. That's the first step. Because if you keep saying it's hard and I'm not worthy, and just let go of all that BS and go, okay, I got nothing to lose. I'm going to make the intention to love myself. So now when you look in the mirror, seriously, when you look in the morning and you're brushing your teeth and your reflection's looking back at you, are you reflecting to your reflection, I love you, you're beautiful? And I... I I'm going to show you what I do every morning. And I do, I do this before I get out of bed. I say my heart's open, my chakras are open, and I'm aligned with love. And I get out of bed, and I look in the mirror when I get ready, and I go, you're aging younger every day. Ooh, I love that. And you're that. filled with energy. And I love you, D. Wallace. And do you know people almost say those words back to me? Almost say the exact. I'm going to be playing this broadcast back, back so I can get that down and and get it because I love that and I love the aging younger and the truth about D is I'm sitting here and you're very very close. You, <laughs> I'm very you know, very close. So what's amazing <sighs> is that D's had no work. We've already discussed this, and <laughs> she looks. My no, you look incredible. You look she's, incredible. She's because still Tammy. She's still Tammy. <laughs> she was Tammy in her first show. Yeah. She's still Tammy. It's true. Um, okay, so thank you. Okay, so so we can get out of bed, we can say these things, and I'm going to have to replay to remember what. Well, they yeah, are. but again, you just saying it. them. You have to feel it. Yeah, you have to be genuine. You really, really want to move into loving yourself. And so, do you never have? Do you never oh, backslide? Of course. Okay. Every day. Okay. But I'm conscious enough. That's why my book's conscious called Conscious Creation. Creation, because we're creating. Every moment we have a thought, guys. But most of us are not conscious of the creation that's in our hands and in our energy. So you have to literally direct your energy. And when I was getting ready to go to New York, sure, I heard, oh, my God, you've never been out of Kansas. Oh, my God, it's so scary in New York. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to trust. I'm Yeah, but what if, what if? No, I'm going to go and I'm going to trust and I'm going to have fun and I'm going to, okay? So, yes, what I want everybody to understand about whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish out there is you've got the talent. You were given the talent. You were born with the talent to do it. And you were given the argument against it. Mm. So within us is the angel and the devil, mm -hmm. right? Remember the little angel and the devil where mm -hmm. you see in the cartoons all the time? It's us. Mm -hmm. And you have to find that part of yourself that's not serving yourself anymore, the beliefs, the fears, right, all of that, and go, I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it behind. This is a story I don't want anymore because you're the writer mm -hmm. and the producer and the actress and the editor of your story. Mm -hmm. So you know how every time you said something with a qualifier, she said, stop. Yes. You have to say I stop. I have to say stop. Because yes. that's going on. Right. Whether you say it out loud or not. You bet. Th those are the voices in your head. You have to say stop. And, and I'm getting a little better at it. I mean, it definitely takes practice. And it, Of course. Yes, you and, have, and it takes conscious 
creation. creation. You, we're, we're taking eons of false teachings mm -hmm. and training ourselves to learn something new. And now somebody so wrote yay for us. I right? was I was reading on the thread somebody I read quickly during the break that somebody was saying something like that sounds selfish. Can we address the wow. difference between self-love and selfishness? That's uh, whomever said that and I you to death. That's ego. Mm -hmm. If you were taught that loving yourself in the highest way, do you think God doesn't love himself or herself or itself? I don't think they're very egotistical whatever that power was that created everything in the beginning. It's, people misunderstand ego. Ego is what limits you. Love creates everything and heals everything. And also love is abundant, so you share it. And so it's selfless to love yourself because then you have more to share with everyone Absolutely. else. Absolutely. Yeah. And, I'm a, and I'm you a, want to. Right. You want to give that love. I'm a everybody. student of the Course of, Mir of a Course of Miracles, yes. and so in a Course of Miracles, everything is either coming from love or fear, yep. and I and I can point to anything that I'm saying negative about myself as being driven by fear. You bet, always. You bet. In the final analysis, there's only one question: fear or love. Mm -hmm. So this process of loving ourselves is about embracing it, feeling it genuinely. Choosing. Choosing. You have to ah. choose it first. And my channel says that's the definition of hell. When you're at the moment of choice and you don't choose. You don't choose anything or you make a bad choice? You, well, they're pretty much one and the same. They are. <laughs> if, if you're creating through default, mm -hmm. you're not choosing. So the next time I'm sitting there and I'm that cookie is looking at me, <laughs> I'm, and I make the conscious choice to say, I love myself. And I choose not to do it because if I do it, I'm going to feel bad after I do it. So yeah, and then you can dump on yourself more, and then you can, you know, experience even more what a big piece of dog do you are, and then you can really wobble <laughs> in your victimness, and okay, that ain't going to create money or relationships or anything else. Bye. Okay, so we're so we're not going to do that. And what we're going to do is we are consciously going to create abundance and love. And when we see you on October 31st in my living room for Women Who Write, we are going to have wonderful things to report to you. I <laughs> would so love that. And I, it can I, happen that fast. And I believe that because there's no degree of difficulty to miracles. No. So uh -huh. the miracle today was having Dee Wallace with Aww. us, and I'm so yes. thrilled that you were here. I adore her. And uh, thank you so much for, for joining us, and we'll see you next week on The Road Taken. <laughs>